You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at MaddoxRules.com. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from building walls to enraged balls. With over 5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the Rear Admiral of Tangents, Ron Babcock. Thank you, Maddox. And Deputy Moderator, Kirk Wilcox. Boom shakalaka. And Guest Moderator, Igor. Hi. Welcome back to the show. Guys, we've got an exciting show, a big one this week. We're going to be talking about what's the goofiest, dumbass regional food. That is the debate this week, and we've got a... There's so many. There's a ton. We were talking about this. And what's great about it is that each one... Like, people are so fucking proud of it. Yeah. That's the best part about it. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, Kirk, you just came back from Detroit, you said, right? Yes. And I think when... Okay, no, this is I, this was not a Detroit story, but I went to uh, St. Louis one time. Uh, and <laughs> Same thing. This is yeah. not even close to Detroit. <laughs> What's the difference? They were the 2006 World Series. Okay? Yeah, they're both places you don't want to visit that often. Uh, but, <laughs> that's right. Before, before we get too far ahead, I want to introduce our guest this week. He's a longtime friend of mine. Start out, uh, we've probably known each other for 15 years at least. Uh, he's he started out like as a as a blogger himself, and then went into deep into photography. An amazing photographer uh, has published several books. His name is Igor. Igor, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure we met, you know, in the EN days, like 2001, 2002. So, for those who don't know what EN is, it is a, a genre of website that stands. It's e slash e n, which stands for everything or nothing, which is kind of like content aggregators before there was Facebook. It's like blog before blog was a blog, you know? Basically, yeah. It was sort of, we're doing everything and nothing, and then other people were like, they're doing nothing, you know? Yeah. Was, yeah, basically. It was an insult as well as... It was a self-deprecating kind of a, kind of a category. And Igor, I've, I've seen your career trajectory just take off, and it's amazing because uh, people will seek him out for photographs, and you, what's your what's your main style of photo, uh, photography? You want me to talk about naked people? Yeah. Is that what you... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting at, yeah. Oh, you're the one who... I know a coffee book you did. Yeah. I remember because Maddox was saying that I recognize your photos and you didn't say which book. Uh-huh. And now that you said naked people, uh, I can't remember the name of the book, but I remember looking at the book and remember being awesome. Yeah, I photograph naked people. Um, but I do a lot of other stuff too. Juggalos. That's my next book. Oh, Juggalos. That's, that's right, yeah. Igor yeah. does these amazing uh, photojournalism spreads when he goes to the ICP festivals. Yeah, the Gathering of the Juggalos is going to be my 10th one this year. Yeah, it's so You've much fun. You've been to the Gathering of the Juggalos 10 times? Well, nine, but yeah. What is your favorite flavor of Fago? Root beer. Cream soda. Without skipping a beat. Wow, both of you guys. Are you an icy? <laughs> He's from fan? Detroit. Are you yeah. Ninja? Fago is a Michigan brand of soda, so uh, I grew up okay, with it. Okay, that's why. Is it, uh, when you go to these festivals and you're photographing people, um, is it difficult to, like, like, how do you approach people to photograph them? You just take their photo. I mean... Oh. Yeah, you just ask. I don't know. Yeah, there's and no. they're like, it's it's that's like it's not a weird thing. They're like, yeah, totally, man. So when I started doing it, uh, there wasn't any other media covering it, so they just assumed that I was a juggalo, and people are just very happy to, you know, no one in the last like four or five years, there's been a lot of like juggalo tourists because it's been like in outside of Cleveland, outside of Oklahoma City, so people could stay at a hotel and go to it. And so there's a lot of people who just go and be like, oh, this is weird. I want to go to the Gathering of the Juggalos. 
But jugglers assume you're there for the same reason they're there, you know? So no one there was weird about the media until, I don't know, a few years in, people started getting a little weird about it, but I was there so long that most people knew me. And so I remember last year I was doing some stuff for Vice and they were like, fuck Vice, like, fuck you, to this girl. And I just was like, yo, I'm driven by boredom. They were like, oh, it's, he's cool. Like, it's fine. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Is there, is that like, do you have favorite um, things to photograph? Like, do you like fo- photographing people? Yeah, I mean, people is all I photograph pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Igor also <clears throat> does this thing where he likes to take candid photos of people eating. Uh, and I think he has several unflattering photos of me with like a Cuban food in my mouth. Um, I don't think there is a flattering photo that you could have of you eating. I've seen you eat and it is fucking atrocious. Yeah, my well, second book was, was Dinner with Igor and I think you're in there a couple times. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so this is a funny story. I think this is one of your photos, but a, a friend of mine you yes. want to, yeah, yes. yeah. I want to meet him. Can oh, see around. He's an amazing dude. So I, I met this guy. guy, this this dude Tyler. I met. Um, I uh, so I go to these like pool parties in the uh, summer at the uh, Roosevelt Hotel. Oh yeah, yeah, those are, those are fun. The ones where like night it's, swim. it's yeah night swim, and I, it's just like it's full of like you know like the usual bar patrons and then the club douchebags and then me just wait just like literally just floating in the pool with a beer on my belly and I don't give a fuck. I'm just like hanging out. One time I was there. I saw this guy stand off the edge and like call out to his friends because he's going to do a dive and he does the biggest fucking belly flop I've ever seen. He gets up, his chest is completely red and <laughs> and I look closely and he's got a giant Green Reaper tattoo on his chest with tits on it and I'm like, I don't know who that guy is, but we're going to become friends. So I walk over to that guy and we start talking and we, uh, you know, we started hitting it off immediately. And he also, he, he recognized me as Maddox. And so we started talking, we became friends. So uh, back to Igor's story, though. Igor went to an ICP event and there's a picture that you took of uh, somebody who was, I guess, eating ass or something with the full clown makeup. That's absolutely what happened, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On stage in front of hundreds of people. But here's the best part. When they pulled their face away, there was a perfect imprint of their clown costume inside the person's ass. So- and he's not like a scary clown. He's like a regular clown. So it's like... Oh, it, <laughs> it is... I didn't the the photo that I posted from that was not even the photo. Like I didn't want to post it was so graphic. I was like I can't post this. So I took a photo of my camera and I was like no one, you know, I shouldn't put this, you know, on the internet, but this is the thing. And I I said something about no one liking or retweeting it and some, you know, some journalist or something like was like want to bet and retweeted it and it <laughs> that's it lot. exploded on yeah. the internet it oh went. it exploded so to uh, so to speak uh yeah so, so <laughs> my friend my friend tyler got this thing and then like got it blown up a, a big print of it and then oh my got it framed god and it's in his house now yeah, it's in amazing a, in a, like a gold gold rococo frame maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's beautiful and you're not the only person who's sent me a text of them in front of it like other people i think maybe three people have sent me a photo we have a lot of mutual friends it seems uh we've got in the chat room stan morris what up stan he goes i want to read he's he's talking about your uh your uh, naked book uh there's a lot of a lot of good reading in that um and not a lot I want of, to read it not a lot of words not a lot of words uh stan also of uh, a 99 cent super chat thank you stan 
man, Stan the man, Stan Morris from NEA Report in Arkansas. Please check him out. Follow the Facebook group. He does some amazing independent journalism, and he's the real deal. He's gotten like cops held accountable for uh, corruption. He got a guy out of jail who would have gone to jail, uh, or uh, you know, this guy's entire life was destroyed. And Stan uncovered the story of like corruption in in Arkansas, and so he's like. You know, he's like digging up some dirt. It's amazing stuff. Follow Stan Morris. Um, and uh, we've got Taylor in the chat room. Taylor, thank you so much. He linked Hi, to he linked to he linked to Boner Jenga. Oh, he's linking uh, to your yeah. uh, Boner Jenga gift. My, my uh, thing that'll be in my when I die. A little bit. He's famous as being the Jenga guy. Yeah, which I'm really glad my mom doesn't know how to use the internet. Oh, it's so funny. It's uh, it's really great stuff. Um, Heavy Cream says, "Is there a Babcock tip for that?" Um, are, I'm assuming the uh, no the, <laughs> the ass eating. We do have a Babcock tip at the later end of the show, at the tail end of the show. <laughs> um, also, sorry, Ron, Ron loves Ron loves that shit. Um, <laughs> uh, Dig X in the chat room says, "You guys still use Facebook oldies?" Um, all right, and so. Near the tail end of the show, we're get, we got a new Babcock tip. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a recap of last week's debate. Uh, no news, but we do have voicemail. And I do want to make a pretty big announcement, guys. Uh, this show is coming to an end. And I'm going to announce that next episode, we're going to record Saturday, July 6th. I believe that's July 6th, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be the final episode of The Best Debate. Because of a number of reasons. Um, We've got coming up... So I've been doing a lot of conventions. I just uh, wrapped up E3. I've also got uh, VidCon coming up. And we've got Comic-Con coming up. So I'm going to be taking off collectively uh, like two, three weeks there. And then you're also... uh, Ron, you're you're working on your own projects. Yeah, I'm working on my own stuff. Got some stuff in the pipeline that I'm excited about. Very exciting stuff. And I do too, which I haven't announced yet. And I won't until it's ready to. But it's big, big stuff coming up. And also, guys, I'm doing two podcasts at this point. I'm doing the Godzilla podcast, which, uh, which excuse me, which has really taken off. I'm excited off. for you to start making more videos, man. Yeah. I always love your videos. That's the yeah. other thing. A lot of people have been requesting me to make more videos and, and do more writing. Even if is, it's the stuff I don't know about. Like, I didn't have no idea what the video game shit was about, but yeah. I like that video. Thanks, that man. Yeah, it was a, it was one of my favorite uh, favorite videos that I've done in a long time. And that's something I've been wanting to do for so long. But this podcast takes so much fucking time. And I, I know that the fans, the listeners of this show really appreciate it because I get so many compliments from people who say, thank God your podcast is produced because I hate tuning into a podcast where it's just people rambling. There's, uh, you know, coughs and burps and <laughs> <laughs> just fucking burps. You know what, Ron? Maybe I may keep it. I yeah. may not. Yeah. I may add some more burps. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, God, but uh, <laughs> just Igor, it's because the cans are right here, and like the burp goes into the microphone and into the cans and into my ears, and it's just—it's a way too intimate. <laughs> you know what I mean, what? like that. <laughs> but you, that, oh, there we go. That that's good? a that's yeah. A man, yeah. There we go. That's a manly. I just burp. feel like going down my throat, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're welcome for that. Um, but also, Rick and Morty is one of the most popular TV shows. Popular anime. Yeah, but I don't watch it with headphones on. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, but if you do, guys, uh, you're welcome for those burps. Uh, but but uh, yeah, we do uh, take pride in the quality of this show. Like we spend quite a lot of time. I have booked. We we've, we've done. This is our 137th episode. Yeah, we take so much pride. We almost always forget to press record. <laughs> Look, just because you take pride in something doesn't mean you do it well. <laughs> I'm just upset the soundboard doesn't work. Yeah, the soundboard is low rent. We take pride in a well-produced show. Sorry about the soundboard. Did we press record? Okay, good. It's usually it's usually working, but uh, here's mine. 
Uh, Kirk, let's hear your sound effect. Nut. And Igor. What the fuck is going on here? Okay, great. That's a great sound effect. And Ron. Uh... Oh my gosh. Okay. It's, it's the classic air horn. <laughs> Those are the sound effects you're going to hear this week, guys, because, yes, the soundboard is down for our second to last episode. Uh, I'm going to announce next week what we're going to do with the future of the shows. Uh, the Godzilla podcast isn't going anywhere. That's also taken off. It's a life of its own, but it's a different style of podcast. It is not a Maddox podcast, and it's intentional because I don't want Maddox to take the focus from Godzilla. It's about Godzilla. And that's what. Do you what think if Godzilla had a spirit animal? Excuse me, if Maddox had a spirit animal, is it Godzilla? Or is it like one of those fucking spiders you gave AIDS to or if whatever? <laughs> if, it's, if it's fictional, then yes, it's Godzilla. If it's real, then it's a lion. But uh, yeah, guys. Um, yeah, so the Godzilla podcast is still going. It's super fun. You should check out the most recent episode because we talk about Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Which is... Oh, yeah. Everybody's favorite matchup. <laughs> it is such a bonkers movie. There is so much nonsense uh, in the in that movie. It's like How many Godzilla movies are there? There is at least... Uh, I, I believe there's at least like 20 or 30. And we're also going into the extended universe as well. We're going to be doing some well, of the... Well, you have to. I mean, you can't have 20 or 30 episodes of a podcast. You, you got to dip into the extended universe. Well, we've already got coming up... Uh, we did some of the... Uh, some of the What's it called? The graphic novels. There's video games, all sorts of stuff. I'll play a clip from uh, one of the most recent episodes. This is one of my favorite lines of the movie when uh, they're radioing in back to their general. Listen to this. It's a dinosaur. A gigantic dinosaur is attacking our boys. A dinosaur? <laughs> what? <laughs> a dinosaur. A dinosaur? A what? A dinosaur is attacking our boys. <laughs> I think a little later on after they start shelling the Godzillasaurus... <laughs> One of the guys on the ship goes, take that, you dinosaur. Oh, yes, here it is. God, yes. this. Got him. Take that, you dinosaur. <laughs> 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 so that's a lot of fun, guys. Uh, definitely check that out if you're, you know, it's a different, if it's a different style of show. But um, I will announce what's going to happen. We're going to, we're going to round out the uh, bonus episodes, though. We're going to deliver some bonus episodes, which I've got some I'm excited, excited about. about those. We got some good, good stuff planned for the bonus episodes. Yeah, a lot of good stuff planned. And um, we're going to have a huge show next week. Don't miss it, guys. Tune in July, Saturday, July 6th. Kirk, um, you may or may not be able to make it. Yeah. Uh, and Igor, I am so glad we got you in on this show before it actually ended, because we've been talking about this for a long-ass time. When you say a long time, you mean the last time I saw you. Yeah, so at least two months. <laughs> <laughs> Upwards of two months. Um, Igor, also, before the show started, we were talking about some of the Twitter feuds you've got in, because you have the verified check mark, which you said prioritizes your comments in... Uh, right? Yeah, verification literally is, does nothing except for that people get notifications and sort of gets bumped up in the chat. So I'm way more likely to incur the wrath of someone I'm calling a fucking asshole on Twitter. Yeah. So, you know. And you got into it with Laura Loomer. Yeah, I was making fun of her for being upset about her checkmark. She was like very upset. She but it lost, got stripped. Yeah, she lost her checkmark. Now she lost her whole account. Yeah, um, right. She's lost everything. But uh, yeah, I just was making fun of her for that. And she retweeted me like 10 times in a row. And uh, her fans... Very upset at me, and uh, I spent quite a while they're, telling they're, them to fuck themselves. Do you have a favorite beef that you got into with somebody on Twitter? Is there one you look back on where you're like, oh, that was a good beef? No, it's all pointless and terrible. There's no reason. I never. It's never anything funny. It's just me telling someone to fuck themselves, really. I've been uh, tweeting <clears throat> towards uh, towards Trump, like really 
um, no. supportive messages. No, for those I've been the, enjoying those. <laughs> for those in the audience who don't know, who is that? <laughs> uh, do, uh, Donald Trump. Um, he, so he, okay. uh, the he, real estate mogul. The real estate guy. Yeah. Okay. Got so it. turns out he's in author. Home Alone too. Yeah, he's in Home Alone. Oh, too. the actor. Yeah. The actor. Yeah. Yeah. And then he started a TV show mm-hmm. uh, called uh, The Apprentice, where he hired a bunch of interns and then gave them jobs potentially at the end Aww, of the season. Small yeah. business guy. Yeah, small business a lot guy. Of he's uh, got, a, got a heart of gold. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, crazy thing. He, he became president. Shut up. Yeah. Of what? Uh, United States. Oh, my God. I live there. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, Then you would love it because he's president. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he made America great again. That's yeah. great. America was was a real piece of shit before he became president. You know, we were like, our economy was tanked. Our military was garbage. Uh, uh, homelessness was was through the roof. And then uh, Trump came in, uh, fixed everything. Uh, oh. Okay. And it ended racism. And <laughs> ended racism faux show. Well, that's great. And now I, I tweet occasionally, like, very really supportive like messages towards towards our, our president you know to to cheer him on as like a 17 year old girl a lot of xoxos and uh kissy emojis uh you know he tweeted just before we recorded he tweeted a tweet that said uh uh i'm gonna meet president moon and i hope if kim jong-un sees this then i'll meet with him too and maybe say hi and then like you know wave or something from the board i'm like uh yeah you know what Prez, I'm really rooting for you. I hope he sees us on Twitter. You got this. XOXO. Yeah. Didn't North Korea just get floppy disk technology like within the last decade? No, but you know, Michael Malice, who has been on the show, has been in North Korea. I almost went with him on that trip because that's the trip that spawned his book. It's called Dear Reader, and it's right over here on my bookshelf. That's right, Igor. If you guys are watching on YouTube, Igor is holding it up. Uh, It's called Dear Reader, but he went to North Korea. He saw their technology. Their computers are kind of like... Um, late 90s, early 2000s era, I believe they, they don't have a ton of flat screens, but they do have inside North Korea in their intranet, they do have LAN parties and their own gamers who play Call of Duty and all this, like, you know, a lot of uh, uh, semi modern games that we play. So it's amazing that they sneak that shit into the country. They play Red Alert, but they're the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish we could, instead of having wars, we could just have all nations play Call of Duty and then whoever wins. You know, wins the war. I don't know, man. I think I'd uh, I'd rather have a war uh, <laughs> than Call of Duty. That, that game's so fucking boring. Um. Anyway, guys, we should get to the debate this week, which is what's the goofiest, dumbass regional food? We've heard everyone's buzzers, but Igor, as our first time guest this week, I'm going to throw it to you. What is the goofiest, dumbass regional food? It's really the cheese. But Philly cheesesteaks are such bullshit. Oh, my gosh. Right out the gates. Amen. Cheesesteaks are one of my favorite foods. I put mozzarella on them. Fucking delicious. Philly cheesesteaks have cheese whiz on them. That's the only fucking difference. And they're disgusting. I once went with Robin. We went to Philly together. We, I was like, I got to go to, I gotta go to Gino's and Pat's. I got to do them both. I'm going to get one from each. Try them both. They're fucking disgusting. Did you do with onions or without? I'm sure I did with onions. You know, because I do. Here's the one thing I like about the Philly cheesesteak is I, I do like the economy of ordering when you go you just go like with or without that's the only words you need to use and that only indication is whether you want onions or you don't want onions because all cheesesteaks are the same but i do agree i never have cheese whiz and go you know i want more of that yeah you know it is like this i think it is a culinary gift that the people of philadelphia probably really enjoy but i think even philadelphians wouldn't disagree with the fact that most of the city is hot trash you know what I mean? Like like the people, like the sports fans of Philadelphia 
I mean, it's just professional assholes. They revel in it. Yeah, and they fucking, and they know it. I will know say, they're hot trash. I will say this. So I made this uh, this article a long time ago called the most overrated sandwiches in America or the most dog shit sandwiches. I don't remember. But like uh, the Philly cheesesteak was definitely on the list. And so so was the po' boy from New, Ol- New Orleans. Uh, you can uh, fuck off right there. <laughs> you like yeah, the yeah. po' boy? Yeah, of course I like the po' boy. Oh, we're going to get into the you po' boy, buddy. Uh, but this Philly cheese. before we get to that, the Philly cheesesteak. So I have a theory. I have this uh, this theory of mine, which is any food that you criticize and people's defense of that food involves saying, oh, you just haven't had a good version of it, is a garbage food. Because I constantly hear that about cheesesteak sandwiches, and and everybody's defense is always like, oh, oh, you haven't had it in Philly, or whatever the fuck accent it is. They're like, you gotta go to Philly. So I went to fucking Pat's, the, um, you know... Not not racist one. Is that, is it? Gino's... I mean, everybody in Philly's a little bit. The racist. former owner of Gino's put up all this like anti-immigration. Yeah, shit like speaking did he really? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No shit. But his, his like when his he son died, took it down. his like dying yeah. wish was like, "Don't take down the like speak English or shut up" <laughs> sign. That's his dying wish. That's amazing. So I went there and I was like, "Okay, this is the authentic. This is the real deal." And I ordered it with Wiz, uh, which is how they you're you supposed have to. to have it. Yeah, yeah. and in, in Philly, you're in Philly, and I got it with the onions and all that shit. I'm like, and I bite into it. It was the best Philly cheesesteak sandwich I've ever had. But it was only slightly better than the worst, <laughs> which is saying a fucking lot. There's nothing to that sandwich. It's a garbage sandwich. Just uh, you know, it it just feels like like I could be having brisket, Korean brisket instead of this shit. I could be having bulgogi. I could be eating potato chips. Well, it's just like it's a manufactured flavor. Of of cheese whiz, yeah, like it just it, it's cheese that comes no, out of a fucking. It has no pan. texture. Cheese yeah. is about texture as much as anything else. You want that cheesy well, gooiness. You know, it is uh, it is the texture of phlegm. Uh, so <laughs> you do have kind of a, a an orange slime that you know is not good for you. You don't find anything in cheese whiz in nature. I don't, don't want to do. I don't want to eat cheese that I. I don't want to eat any kind of cheese that I could also do graffiti with. <laughs> You know, like, cause you could, you could do a Ron sick tag with a fucking cheese whiz can. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, man. It just, every time I see that, I'm like, I just want real fucking cheese. I yeah. Don't know. But here's the thing, Igor, and I'm going to push back against your, your belief that you can have, you like cheese steak sandwiches, but with a different type of cheese. Yeah. So you've had it with like, I'm assuming provolone, American cheddar, pepper jack, cheddar. pepper jack. Yeah. I don't know. I try to stick to mozzarella provolone personally. But okay. Now, are we talking about the shredded bullshit mozzarella, or are we talking about like the uh, the real wet mozzarella, the the pizza? The, <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! That sounds so creepy when you say that. <laughs> you want to? I like my mozzarella all wet. Yeah, I think just mozzarella. the bullshit shredded is is fine. Bullshit shredded. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Kirk, you're not you're being awfully quiet over there, which makes me think you're a cheesesteak advocate. I do not have a strong opinion on Philly cheesesteaks. I've had like a couple in my life. They're just average, meh. Whatever. They are. They are average. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. I like your answer, Igor. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a point for that because the cheesesteak is an overrated sandwich and over and an overrated food. Except you say the cheese makes all the difference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you say you're a picky eater, Igor? No. Okay. All right. That's important to note because sometimes picky eaters, I immediately dismiss their uh, their taste in food. Okay. So uh, and I mean, <laughs> but but thank God you're not. I did not make it long enough in your podcast to know that there's a point system. Oh, there is. There has never been a point. Yeah, system. this it literally just, does not matter. It's like <laughs> the first time he's ever fucking said yeah. that. Okay, right. I was like, there are points. I've been doing this for over a year. Well, guys, uh, you know what? I don't always uh, enumerate the rules uh, or elaborate them. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, there is no point system. Uh, Kirk- <laughs> <laughs> it's a complete bullshit metaphorical. But Kirk, I'm going to throw it to you now. What is your bullshit, dumbass, uh, uh, goofy, goofiest regional food? What would you say? I would have to say the gyro. Hmm. Because okay. there's so much confusion. First off, it's Greek food, but it's called the Euro. So I think it's all represents all of Europe. But it's not even spelled oh like that. It's spelled with a fucking Gina Y. And for years, I called it a gyro like a fucking idiot. So the, the dumb Greeks have made me look stupid all these years by mispronouncing their stupid sandwich or whatever the fuck it is. So what you say, what, what region would you say that that is that? I guess I it's Greek. <laughs> I guess it could be in Europe because isn't Greece part of Europe? Kirk, oh my God, were you like hearing the word Euro and you you assumed it was spelled E U R O? No, I I thought it was gyro. And then someone told me it was Euro. I'm like, what, why why don't I, they spell it right then? I do hate. I do, I do know what you're talking about, and I hate the fact when there's foods where there's the correct correct pronunciation. Fuck. It's just like, like pho or when you pho, say, yeah. you want to go out and get some pho, and people are like, I'd like to go out and get some pho. Uh, yeah. It's like, okay, oh. you know, like, I, I, I get it, yeah. but it's like, I also don't go to like Taco Bell and be like, I like to have a gordita. Like, you know. <laughs> I, I am very embarrassed ordering a hero or pho because I don't want to say pho or hero. I want to be like a gyro or pho. If someone looks yeah. Asian yeah. to me, like in like specifically Vietnamese, I will say pho. But I can't win with these people. And I'm not talking about Asians. I'm talking about every. I'm talking about wow. every. <laughs> wow. I'm talking about everyone. I, I If I say pho. These people. Oh my God. Uh, so, I can't. I mean, this is not a good system for good, my. Good. Let's hear your. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> but uh, it's like when people go to Hawaii and they're like, where did you go for on vacation? Like, I went to Hawaii, Hawaii. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one to fucking use because if I use the one that's actually correct, everyone goes, oh, okay, oh, all right, buddy. Yeah, you know, wow. and you, and you real, know, real uh, tough guy. The amount of times I've probably been to a Greek restaurant and ordered a gyro, and then the the employees laughed at me in the back because yeah. I'm such an idiot. But the Greek salads are they right. know the Greek they're salads. The, I mean, <laughs> I, I I like gyros, gyros. I, I think they're pretty. Uh, good. I mean, they're are, delicious. Yours, I just hate just, the spelling and the pronunciation. Like yours are fine if you want heartburn. Um, but here's the thing. I so. I used to say pho all the time because everyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And then I get corrected. It's like, oh, it's actually pho. And then if I say pho, I got I got yelled at for being pretentious. Like, no, oh, it's But you pho know what? There are you. businesses in Los Angeles. There's a place that used to be in Beverly Hills called 9021 pho. pho. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's oh. the way they're saying it. That's yep. the name of the business. It's been like 9021 pho. So, and then, but I, you're telling me I'm wrong because it says pho. I'm like, the business owners are saying this is what it should be. They're doing a play on words. I'm not sure that's super authentic. I'm pretty sure it's pretty authentic. <laughs> it's it was in Beverly Hills. Dale Drive. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you're going to get the best, <laughs> the best. Everyone knows if you want a good pho, you go to Beverly <laughs> the Rodale Drive. Yeah. Wait, so your food, uh, Kirk, is the gyro. And is, does it have anything to do with your uh, like? That, does it have anything to do with uh, 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 that? Doesn't have to do with your ignorance that you, you hate the food, like the flavor. For in example? all honesty, it's Chinese food. I, you hate Chinese food. Yeah, except for like orange chicken, maybe sweet and sour. Wow, but. you're a boy. You are a boy. You're a child. Uh, <laughs> it's a total crap. You know what? One of my favorite fast food restaurants is it's Panda Express because they Americanize and standardize the shit out of Chinese food to where it's edible to people like me. Okay, uh, and what people like you? What what is what is that? A man with amazing taste. Oh, anyway, yeah. do, do you like the spicy? The spice? Yeah, of course. 
Kirk, uh, not no. You don't. Do you like spice? You really like spice? Kirk, oh, you are like spicy. a human I chicken finger. I pickle my <laughs> own jalapenos, okay? I made guacamole today. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. Oh, I believe it. Do you have, I, a, a, do you have a mortar and pestle? Yeah, no. <laughs> I've been to Kirk's house before, and he does. He is like I've been served good food from Kirk's place, but Kirk is also like a um, a healthy eater, and I'll say that. So, so uh, I didn't. I, I, did, I would. I actually didn't know that. Uh, so, you, you begin to eating healthy food. You're kind of. I mean, you're a, uh, a slender dude. It looks like you take care of yourself. Kirk's a good looking dude, and every time uh, I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you the first time I noticed that Kirk's a healthy eater is because when he brings snacks over and he's like you know just munching on stuff, it's always like healthy stuff peanuts like uh almonds trail mix that sort of thing and it's never carbs i don't see you eating you carbs think, very often do you think do you think kirk is like a secret crossfit dude no i'm not uh, which is wow, exactly really what quick, oh, yeah, uh, exactly really what a secret crossfit dude would uh-huh. say wow unbelievable cultist kirk wilcox uh okay so we've established that kirk does cro- crossfit and hates heroes uh and chinese <laughs> chinese food is your real answer though yes okay here's the thing kirk that type of Chinese food. So I've been to China. Which I was like the region China. that that's from is China. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just Chinese food. When I went to China, there is not a single fucking sweet and sour. There's not a single fucking deep fried anything. There's no wonton. General So's is another one I don't know. I don't feel comfortable pronouncing. Yeah, General So. General so, uh, uh, so it's yeah. General Tussaud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, none of that shit exists in China. What they eat, because you look at the, the look at the population. If you want to know whether the food you're eating is, is healthy, or not look at the people of the country and just picture the average citizen if they're fat it's not healthy if it's skinny then it's healthy so the chinese food that you eat in china is mostly vegetables uh bean curd uh fresh meats and it's like lighter on the meats it's like uh you know chicken and fish and that sort of thing but uh that food the, the sweet and sour stuff is very fat it's uh very sugary and it uh packs on the calories and the reason they do that is because it comes from the siberia region where they need to pack on the calories and they need to put on the weight for the winter and that's what is most popular in america surprise surprise with the land of the fatzos a few years ago, I visited my brother who lives in northern Michigan. He's like, can we go to a Chinese buffet for lunch? I'm like, no, I hate Chinese food. He's like, oh, don't worry. They're, they also serve pizza and baked potatoes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Imagine like moving to America yeah. as an immigrant. Like, I'm going to open a restaurant and then finding out everyone in your area hates Chinese. So you have yeah, to the pizza. Chinese food buffets where I grew yeah. up are all like, okay, uh, so yeah, there's the pizza there's the sushi. All there, there's the frozen yogurt machine. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a fuck it kind yeah, of attitude it. when it comes to food. And my mom and dad, my dad fucking loved the Chinese buffet. Yeah. He's like, it's great. There's so much stuff. <laughs> ta- ta- that's a it's ta- like nine bucks. That's Taylor Nikolai in the chat room. He, he loves a Chinese buffet. <laughs> a good, it's like his favorite. A good rule about restaurants is if they also serve mozzarella sticks, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I- <laughs> like, what if it's an Italian? restaurant yeah i know if I, it's if it's like a normal you're like oh this is like an appetizer but if the, if it's like we serve only fried chicken but also mozzarella sticks or we serve only chinese food and also mozzarella sticks it's gonna be terrible when yeah. i was a kid i would badger my mom and dad for mozzarella <clears throat> sticks i'd open i make a big production out of it i open up the menu i'd look and be like oh Oh, look at that. They serve mozzarella sticks. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> You'd start hey, about, uh, What do you guys think about a mozzarella sticks for the table? And we didn't like grow up rich, so we never got appetizers. You know, yeah. we got waters. <laughs> like, so we got mozzarella sticks, and I would and I would just badger my dad, and he would finally be like, 
can we also get the mozzarella sticks? Uh-huh. And it would just like be the as an eleven year old, mozzarella sticks are the only thing you want. Yeah, it, that reminds me. I was in Michigan last week, and I went to a BD's Mongolian barbecue, and we ordered mozzarella sticks. Oh my god, how were they? Probably <laughs> they were really good. Probably they were jalapeno you, mozzarella oh, sticks. Oh, go get you! You, you should have started with that. Holy shit! Jalapeno poppers is also a good rule, but like. Terrible jalapeno poppers are still really good. Dude, I fucking, I've never let, I've used to get so drunk in Hollywood and I would always end up at the Jack in the Box across from a movie records. I would, it's like, it's like <clears> dinner <throat> in a movie. You just walk in and you're just like, I like some jalapeno poppers. And then you just enjoy the show huh. while you wait for your jalapeno poppers. Oh, Cause that is the most though. batshit crazy yeah. fast food restaurant yes. I have ever been in. My, I saw a guy get his car towed. <laughs> I think we talked about lot, this before. He yeah. was in, he was getting a fucking food from the Jack in the Box. Yeah. And they still towed his car. Yep. I mean, it is... That, that is fucking crazy. There, that Jack in the Box, I didn't think a place could be so bad. You have oh, Troy, can, there you go too? No, but I can... There is a McDonald's in New York City that was... Op- I mean, it still is open. They, It's nicer now. But it's in the Lower East Side. It was open 24 hours a day. Probably still is. And every time I went in there at like 2 or 3 in the morning, it was just a war zone of just complete insanity. And I witnessed one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life, which is I don't know what the argument was over because I came in right as it happened. But one of the employees of McDonald's threw a pot of coffee at someone and it shattered on the the, like the, the booths and the dude just ran out. And I don't know. The employee? The employee. No, the the guy who she she was throwing it at. Um, I don't know if she. It was boiling hot, you know, it's hot coffee, hot coffee in a glass jar at someone, and I just went up there and ordered my food like it was <laughs> nothing. Just step by, like, someone's sweeping it up. Can I get the ten piece chicken McNuggets, please? <laughs> it was incredible, and I it, it was like a joke of people who would just like go hang out there just to watch just madness go down. Yeah, there's a uh, you so- know it's not a good restaurant when the the chairs are bolted to the floor. Yeah, you know the benches are bolted yeah. to the floor. Um, yeah, that uh, that sounds like it's as bonkers as this Jack in the Box. I remember one time I walked. I don't go to Jack in the Box, but I walked into this one. It's on the it's if you guys are visiting LA it's worth seeing I have like unconventional tourist spot attractions I'm like you got to go to Jack in the Box on Cahuenga and Hollywood Boulevard and then you also got to check out Erwan grocery store it's on Beverly oh and that Beverly. fucking place yeah it's oh fucking insane I had this uh I had this little uh, uh bet with a friend that we could, we'd try to see like what was the most expensive thing in the in the place and we're just like having so much fun walking around if, like a dozen if, if you wanted to see we're like the bougiest one percent shop yeah the Air One grocery stores, you could just find out, like, how much can an avocado cost? Uh huh. And you go in there and you're like, five dollars for an avocado? Uh huh. It is out it of batshit control. I've paid four dollars to put avocado on a sandwich before. Yeah, so but that's a New York. I, I don't have a concept of what but an avocado when you, is. Supposed when to you cost. look at people, like, you know, rich people who have no concept of things, this is the grocery store they shop at. Yeah. Because they just have no concept of what things should cost. Like a bar of dark chocolate, right? Dark chocolate already is a little bit like a kind of a bougie and affluent type thing. If you're going to try to buy the, like, the high-end stuff, this was like $15 for a regular bar of six-ounce chocolate or four-ounce or whatever the fuck. I, I saw a, a, a bag of trail mix, a 12-ounce bag of trail mix. How much could trail mix cost? $35. It had- Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah. I was going to guess seven. Yeah, no, I literally no. was going to guess seven, like seven bucks. And it was, Max out of ten, 20. 
Yeah, no, and there was nothing in it. It was just like, um, you know, raw pre-activated cashews. I'm like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Pre-activated cashews. Yeah, or or I guess like I've been eating activated cashews my whole life like a fucking asshole. Oh, you You. (laughs) So they. So then I I found out about cashews. First of all, let me ask you a a question. This is a, a test for the listeners too. Think of a cashew nut shell. All right, try to picture one. Never seen one. Exactly. No one's ever seen one. The reason is is because they are extremely poisonous. You cannot <laughs> you cannot get them shelled because they can't sell them shelled. They have to deshell them for you. And it's like this insane thing where people who do deshell those things get poisoned all the time. They get sick. They have to wear these gloves. And it has like this black toxin that seeps into your skin. So you and and by the way you the raw cashews will still get you sick they're poisonous so there's no such thing as a raw cashew you buy in america even if they say it's raw it's not it's slight, lightly so roasted so the cashews we all buy enjoy and love they're like boiled or cooked they're or? roasted they're roasted, they're roasted. Okay, if they're if they're sense. slightly tan like golden colored they're roasted and even if they're not they're still roasted because you can't buy fucking raw cashews because it will poison you you fucking idiot so you go to erwan you're buying this 35 dollar trail mix everyone's like it's pre-activated it's not roasted it's raw it's like it's fucking isn't you're a fool anyway you should check that out and check out the shit uh, the bad shit uh, jack in the box but yeah, come to la and enjoy the sights <laughs> after this i'm down to go to the jack in the box oh my god <laughs> Uh, should we, we should probably wait like three hours. Yeah, we are not going to Jack and Box. Uh, we got a super <laughs> chat from David Drennan in the chat room for two dollars. Is anything with ranch dressing? Oh, yeah. You know what, uh, David? You get one of those. I worked as a waiter at Pizzeria Uno for about two years, and I had Talking so m- bullshit food. I had so many fucking employees from the bank one before Jay spotted out that would come in for the lunch special and not tip me. And every time they're like, "Curse." Can I have some ranch? Can I have some extra ranch? I saw so many people eating ranch with their deep dish shitty pepperoni pizza that it's like I am turned off from ranch forever. Cannot fucking do it. I filled up ranch out of the the five-gallon buckets that you pour into the um the fucking salad ramekins and shit like that cannot do ranch man ranch is the sauce that people who enjoy mayonnaise eat when they want to eat something exotic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh that's about it uh we got uh, dr hit monkey in the chat room says new york deli sandwiches are pretty goofy what do you think about that igor as a new yorker um you know until i got liver disease you know i eat probably this roast beef it's i go in roast beef monster less tomato mayonnaise salt hero i've been eating that sandwich at least twice a week since 2006 i've lived in the same apartment and going to the same bodega, and it's gone from like four twenty-five up to like seven fifty, but it's fucking amazing. Okay, so uh, a strong rebuttal to you, Doctor Hitmonkey. <laughs> uh, Ron, we should get to your pick. What is your goofiest regional dumbass uh, food? Man, it's been going through my head. I know the chat room is blowing up. A lot of people are talking about poutine. Yeah. Uh, I in my head, I, my my knee-jerk reaction was uh, Cincinnati chili which is chili served on a bed of spaghetti that's covered with like half a bag of shredded craft cheese. Skyline, is, right? That sounds yeah, good. Skyline that sounds chili. really good, right? But, but here's the thing. I had it, and I fucking loved it. Hey. Uh, but, Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> my pick for the goofiest food, if we're going with goofy, yeah. absolutely has to be the Juicy Lucy. 
What is the Juicy Lucy? The Juicy Lucy is a burger from the Minneapolis area where they think they're fucking blowing my... You put your cheese on top of the burger? Oh, yeah, I've heard of Bro, we put our cheese inside the burger. <laughs> it's a fucking Juicy Lucy. So I went out and got a Juicy Lucy with my brother, and the waitress, as soon as she sat down the food, goes, don't eat it. It's way too hot, <laughs> which is a weird thing to tell someone when they put food in front of you. And I go, I'm sure it's fine. I bite into it. I give my mouth third degree burns because you bite into it and you're basically biting into a cheesy zit and it blows up in your mouth and the cheese is scalding uh-huh. and they think they're fucking blowing. But it's inside. I'm fine with the cheese being on top of the burger. It fucking works. So you have to wait till the cheese cools. So what you end up eating is like this weird cold hockey puck with lukewarm cheese inside and they all act like it's the best thing ever and you're like this fucking sucks yeah and it's not great and it's just like i'd rather just have a regular burger that's cooked normally Mm -hmm. you know you know what ron oh there it is you you get the applause too uh that is such a fucking good choice because i've had that shit people served it to me and they didn't call it a juicy lucy which i think the name i don't want to eat anything called a juicy (laughs) lucy i don't even want to like if my girlfriend's name was lucy and she she texted me she goes come over big boy i'm "I'm fucking good man i'm 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 gonna go play video games with my guys yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna like watch hentai i'm gonna i'm gonna watch hentai juicy lucy she just sounds like a girl named Lucy who has a lot of diarrhea. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've had friends who've, who've like done the thing like, oh, I put the cheese in the burger. And it does nothing to the <laughs> flavor. Yeah, because it doesn't integrate into the meat the way they think it does. All it does is it leaves these lava pockets of gushers, like cheese, <laughs> cheese-like gushers that drizzle down your chin. Oh, so you're taking away more meat? Like, yeah. So I'm losing meat mm-hmm. to put cheese when I could get the same amount of cheese and have more meat. Yeah. So to me, like you're just paying more for losing the thing that you're excited about eating. Right. And, and you know what? You could so easily just make that patty a double and then throw a slice of cheese right in the middle. Wait, yeah. but have you heard that you can put French fries on a sandwich? You know what? You're <laughs> you better be fucking sarcastic because I hate that shit. In Schittsburg, they have this... Fucking Primanti Brothers. Primanti Brothers, I fucking hate garbage. Yes, all right. What about Fat Sales? Uh, Fat Sales. No, I fucking... Fat Sales is just like... You like hot garbage? You're going to love Fat Sales. It's every time I eat it, I get a stomach ache. And it's just yeah. it's, it's like it's a, a sandwich of everything. And it's like we've used really okay ingredients yeah. for every part of the sandwich. But we're using all of them. It's, yeah. it's it's the concept of putting fries on your sandwich, but also every type of bar food. Like, it's mini taquitos. <laughs> Turtle from fucking Entourage owns it. <laughs> so it's, it's exactly, it's the entourage of sandwiches. It's uh, not that satisfying, but it's fun to look at. Yeah, How does that compare to like a mouth-watering Dagwood? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, are you making an Archie reference to just the hamburger? No, it's what is a Dagwood? The Dagwood from the comic from strip. From the comic, yeah. yeah. Is that the sandwich? The, giant, the Archie, yeah, yeah. The giant sandwich. No, not yeah. Archie. Dagwood. Dagwood. Was a, like he had like oh, these giant thing. sandwiches, and it was like, man, I'll for some it. reason it was always prefaced with mouthwatering. Yeah, <laughs> mouthwatering, Dagwood. mouthwatering Dagwood. Oh man, I want to, I want to name that, name a sexual move over that, and serve that to him. A- when I put out that, <laughs> when I put out dinner with Igor, I did like a food tattoo zine to go with it, uh-huh. and it was like a Kickstarter bonus reward, and the. Back cover is a tattoo my friend has, who's a 
very large man and it goes from his hip bone all the way up of just a sandwich (laughs) with like a fish on it and a steak and a you know just like every type of food in this i mean he he's a big guy it's a big tattoo he's got a lot of skin to cover oh yeah uh dr hit monkey in the chat room said the uh the comic you're talking about is named blondie oh Oh, blondie dagwood is a character sorry um yeah so Okay, so we've got some good choices. You got the Juicy Lucy Ron, which I agree is such a shit sandwich. Um, imagine if uh, mm. the concept of Swiss cheese, which is just cheese with holes in it, Garbage. was was a yeah was a burger patty because that's what happens to the cheese. Yeah, it's the thing. Is like even the best version of the Juicy Lucy. Yeah. You know how you can say like this the best version of it. Oh, you haven't tried still a good one. <laughs> gonna like it's gonna scald you. Yeah, and so you have to wait until the cheese calms down, and then you're eating a cold burger and hot cheese, and it's just not a pleasant like i don't want if i eat a burger i don't want to eat cold hamburger meat yeah you know i want it to be hot right and one of the worst things about cheese is the greasy factor so what you've done essentially is you have encapsulated all that grease so you have like this pool and it separates too because you have at the bottom of the cheese imagine like the earth's crust right (laughs) and in the middle of the earth's crust if it was cheese right and that we have gravity so you have the cheese that kind of goes to the bottom and then at the top you have the pool of grease so when you bite into your juicy lucy you're gonna get a grease mustache and then it's also going to run down your chin. You're going to look like a complete fucking if moron. If you're saying to someone as soon as you deliver the food, hey, don't eat this, like it's not a good food. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. now, if you say it about the plate that it's on, hey, don't touch the plate. The plate is hot. That's fine. But if you're saying about the actual food, like then you're cooking the food wrong. What about coffee? Ooh, good. Uh, I wouldn't say coffee's a food. It's not a food. I would say it's a beverage. Hey, can we talk about this? Uh, the lady in the '90s who spilled coffee on herself from McDonald's. But it's McDonald's. a total bullshit thing that we've all yeah. made fun of, and it turns out the story goes a lot. Yeah, that New York, yeah. Yeah, that New York Times like 20 year piece was yeah, 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 depressing. So that was like that was like one of the first times I had a consciousness of like a cultural divide in America because I feel like more people who tended to be conservative kind of came down on this lady of like you should have personal responsibility, don't spill it on yourself, um, blah blah blah, and. And that's what I thought for the longest time until recently, like two years ago, I started researching that. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever happened to that lady? Because she got the um, she got she won the lawsuit. It was like some crazy amount of yeah. money. Also, guess, she didn't want that much money. Either. No, she didn't. And but then they appealed. Yeah, they did. Appeal. She won much less. Oh, yeah. Ultimately. But um, this lady won way more than she got because the corporation was so negligent. And here's the thing. If you guys look at the at the details of the the case, there is so much crazy shit that happened. Like, if you just look at the pictures, her skin was falling off. Yeah. Skin grafts, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the coffee was something like... And it like, spilled on her lap. Like, yeah. on her, like, the, your inner thighs. It's like sensitive parts of your body. The coffee was like between 160 to 180 degrees. Yeah. There is nothing that ever needs to be that hot. And when I saw that, I'm like... Uh, yeah, that does seem like negligence. Like, how can you sell anybody this? I mean, literally, if you spill that on any living creature, it's going to kill them and cause their skin to fall off. <laughs> you shouldn't have coffee that fucking hot. And McDonald's McDonald's defense was like, well, some of our customers complain that their coffee's cold when they get home. I'm like, well, yeah. talk about personal responsibility. 
You dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. You can't simultaneously argue that this lady was negligent because of personal responsibility, but then these poor customers are having to sip um, slightly less hot coffee when they get home. It's not your fucking responsibility to enforce when the co- uh, when the customer drinks their fucking coffee. Anyway, that's an interesting story to, that's worth uh, there, There's into. a thing that came out about how uh, a lot of cultures, not so much in America, but more in the Middle East, where they like, like scalding hot tea. I mean, upwards of like 200 degrees, and how that's how they kind of sip it, and that's how they enjoy it but that it's basically causing damage to your intestines because we're not meant to drink things that are that hot. Yeah. And I was worried about this. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I look in and it's like, basically it was like, you know, one in America needs to worry about this. Like we don't drink things that hot. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because I mean, but over there they have, they have this scalding hot tea. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, people who like to drink everything fucking hot, like just calm down. Just drink it normal temperature. Why do you got to drink it all hot? Except you really fucking cold? love eating things that are like scalding hot. Oh, like, like hot sauce and te- shit. Like, yeah, like the spicy level. Absolutely. Um, okay, Ron. So good good pick. Uh, Juicy Lucy. Kirk, we got Chinese food. Igor, we got the cheesesteak sand, the Philly cheesesteak sand. Anything from Pennsylvania. Let's just do the state of Pennsylvania. Hey. <laughs> about Hershey? Hershey's like chocolate wax. I'm from Pennsylvania, and yeah, we all agree not, it is not, not good. good. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, it's not good sandwiches. What about I- s'mores? S'mores are great. Twinkies are great. Uh, Weiss potato chips are great. Utz pretzels. Yeah, Utz pretzels are great. I mean, there's actually a lot of good stuff from Pennsylvania. Fago Cola pound it. <laughs> All right. Uh, these well, guys, these going to have a cola moment, but I got the real pick here, guys. I got the real uh, biggest, uh, goofiest, dumbass regional food, and it comes from my home state of Utah, and it's called fry sauce. Have you guys ever heard of fry sauce? Never heard of it. No. Well, unfortunately, it's coming to grocery stores. Finally, Utahns got their fucking way. Let me tell you what fry sauce is. It's the let me tell you this exotic mixture of of ingredients you've never heard of before. It's it's a combination of ketchup, okay, and get this mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah, and they call it fry sauce. And my friend from Utah would come out from to to L.A. and and I I it just annoys me so much. Everywhere we go, he asks him for fry sauce. I'm like. Roy, his name's Roy. Roy, they don't fucking have fry sauce anywhere. It's a Utah thing. Stop. You know that. Stop being an asshole. Just order fucking ketchup. Can I have some and fry sauce, egg. please? I'm sorry, what? Fry sauce? Yes. Yeah. And he revels, Ron, and he revels in the What's explanation. Fry sauce? Oh. oh, you don't have fry oh, sauce? Oh, you don't know what fry sauce is? Let me in, let me enlighten you. Oh, let me, you gotta get fry sauce. Yeah, let me elucidate you, you dumb fuck. Let me tell you what fry sauce is. And he just loves to tell the waiter, and, the, and the, he loves the, you know, the thing he lives for is the thoughtful nod, like, oh. oh that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and so are you still friends with roy yes he's like one of my life i was like his best man at his wedding yeah, roy's come up with this he podcast gets twice so fucking many times yeah i've never met this guy i fucking love this guy yeah he I, sounds great god i wish i could get him out here because i would love to have a, like roy was the guy who for years i talked to him and he would mispronounce the word chaos he would say it's chael <laughs> um just repeatedly uh so i keep hitting this man I just love that people like look at fry sauce as like the fucking like fry sauce. Oh, oh. you got to have fry sauce. I have seen the, it's like swirled in there, right? No, or, it's mixed. Because I've up. seen like a, I, I thought I saw some sort of ketchup mayonnaise dispenser that would like, maybe they both came out at once or something. In in Utah or just in general? I just, I think I saw it on the internet. <sighs> so fuck ass Heinz is finally putting out a fry sauce thing and it's literally just like a bottle of ketchup but it's a mixture of mayonnaise and you know what do you know what thousand island dressing is 
This is ketchup and it's ketchup mayonnaise. and mayonnaise. Yeah. Plus, like sometimes they'll throw in a little relish. You're like go go fucking crazy. You you'll add a little relish. I to wonder it. where they got the name Thousand Islands. Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's what I ordered when I was a kid because I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. And I was like, I want oh, a it's Thousand Islands ketchup and so here's my problem with the fry sauce thing. Like, I, it's not a thing, okay? Because if you ask for a hamburger and they ask you if you want mayo and ketchup on it, you say yes. That's not the same as saying, yeah, give me some fry sauce on it. I, I mean, if you can just add, they're just two ingredients. You're just combining two condiments and you're calling it a new thing. It's not. When you have a burger with mayo and ketchup on it, it's a burger with mayo and ketchup. It's not a burger with fry sauce. Like, fry sauce isn't a fucking thing. And then some places in Utah go fucking crazy. Now, where do people have fry sauce in Utah? Like where Everywhere. Is, is this like in every single, like... Not the national chains, but like every like kind of local burger chain has fry sauce. The national chains included, Ron, because McDonald's makes regional fry sauce for Utah, and it's the wow. only it's the only state in the union. Maybe Utah, and I think like uh, uh, Kentucky. I mean, if I was in Utah, I'd probably get some fry sauce. <laughs> it comes in this like little rectangular tub. Ooh, that sounds fun. It, and it is just uh, like look. It tastes exactly like Thousand Island dressing. It's not that good. It's basically like take the tanginess of ketchup and then reduce it. Now, a if bit. you ask if i want a thousand island dressing with my fries i'd be like uh no thanks but if you're like hey you want some fry sauce with your fries i'd be like that sounds fun i'll have some fry sauce yeah fry not sauce. even knowing what it is i would enjoy the hell out yeah, of that just a little bit of mayonnaise like it's just more sneaking more fucking mayonnaise in your food watching people eat fries and mayonnaise is one of my least favorite things yeah it's so revolting it to me. really is it yeah, really mine is, is uh well, maybe this is from pizzeria una but mine was watching people just dump ranch on their pepperoni deep dish pizza I'd just be like, oh, God. And I'd be like, can I get some more ranch? And you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, eat a st- and they wouldn't eat the salad that came with the meal. Right. You know, you're just like, I can't fucking do this job anymore, man. What's this bowl of leaves doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking fry sauce, man. Uh, that's that's my pick. But I'll also say this. I know this might be a controversial. Oh, you know what? Uh, po' boys. Let's get to oh. po' boys. Uh, what is it with the fucking thing? I've had great po' boys. A po' boy is basically, so you get the uh, the French baguette. Right, and then you put a bunch of deep fried food on it, Kirk. And you know nothing really yeah, like brings an out oyster poi boy sandwich, like shrimp, like yeah. deep fried or wow. shrimp. It doesn't boy. matter what it is because it's always deep fried. Nothing brings out the flavor of something like deep frying it. So you're basically taking your your meat item, your protein, you're covering it in more bread, and then you're putting it on more bread, and then a sprinkle of iceberg lettuce with no other fucking flavoring or condiments on it. Dude, and then it's here the you go, fucking best. Yeah, because <laughs> I've never seen Maddox eat fry f- fried food before. We go out for wings. Wings all the fucking time, and now you're gonna shit on fried food. Wings are just a sauce delivery system. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That. That's right. And yeah, enjoy that sauce. It's like uh, it's like a sauce delivery system. It tastes like chicken, and I I do enjoy that. But I'm not saying like wings are not like high food. It's not like uh, you know high class. You you would never go to like a Neither high end poor boy. It's called a fucking poor boy. Yeah. Well, you know what, uh, poor boy. Uh, but po' boys are like one, another one of those foods where I get that I hear that defense. Remember earlier I said, "Oh, you just haven't had a good." We didn't one. say that. We just said everyone it. says that to me. They're like, "Oh, you haven't had a good po' boy." Well, I went to fucking New Orleans. I had so many fucking po' boys because I was like, I really want to try this fucking food and get the best example of it because I think I've had shitty po' boys. They're all the fucking same. They're too dry. They're too bready. They make me want. Like, that's a, that's a problem. It's, I get, it's way too much. It's too much bread. bread. It's a lot of bread. It's it's a lot of. Bread. The ratio is fucked. Yeah. Look, I got another. I'm gonna. Just gonna fucking pop these off. I got another one. Speaking of New Orleans, uh, beignets. Beignets are uh, disagree. Do you just? Are you allergic <laughs> where's to my, the fun? Where's my button? <laughs> They're where's fine. My... Yeah. Where's my button? Yeah. The 
fuck? You don't like beignets? They're fine. Beignets are fine. They're just they're exactly. They're fine. They're fried donut. There's something in between a donut and a of skull. all the tourist traps I've been to in my life. Cafe Dumont is like the most fulfilled. Like that was yeah. perfect. It we was, were there was, for five minutes. It's like the quickest they, service. They had the coffee a, is so fucking good. There was light jazz Beignets playing. Delicious. You're next to a lake yeah. and trees. Yeah. If that's what a tourist trap is, sign me up. Cafe Dumont everyone, is worth it. Everyone in the chat room's shitting on me. They're like, you're wrong, Maddox. You, beignets are great. Fuck you. Everyone's Dude, shitting on me. Uh, so I went to- Oh, something's I yellow. went to a- um, <laughs> This is a, a super chat from Salvador Hernandez. He said, oh yeah, Salvador Hernandez for $10 says, my boss refuses to have ranch at our bistro. He told us of a time when some broad asked for a lot of ranch. <laughs> it was at a TGI's and he bought her- a, uh, Excuse me. He bought- he Brought her a bunch and said, "Drink it. Ranch is the worst." <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that. Box. That's good. Thank you, Salvador. I um, when I went to uh, New Orleans on a tour, I was always on uh, the car I was in was an old Mercedes. I was taking pictures of it around the country, and uh, somebody was like, "Oh, you should go down to Louis Armstrong Park where Cafe Du Monde is." And I uh, ended up in the middle of the night. Uh, it's this beautiful park. It has Armstrong in bright letters. It goes in like an archway, and so I was about. Like the only way to get there, though, there's all these barricades. I had I had to drive up on the sidewalk for probably a good like um you know maybe twenty five thirty yards and just pull up in front of the park. And I was with a friend. I was like, I'm really afraid to do this. Like I don't want to get arrested. He's like, Oh, in this part of town, as long as you're not murdering someone, you're fine. And I just pulled up. Why? And a cop was there and it just drove by me because it had bigger problems to deal with. New Orleans is like the closest you could get to the wild, wild west. Yeah, it really is. I, I love New Orleans. People I, just best. park on the medians when you, they run out of parking spaces. Yeah, girl, People, I went there. On, it was awesome. I went there like on a Wednesday in August. and There's no events going on. And it's still, like they shut down. The French Quarter goes nuts. Everyone's tits are coming out. Um, People dancing in the street. I saw some of the most amazing, beautiful jazz I've ever heard in this like pop-up band in the middle of the street and they're just playing their hearts out i'm like god it's, bless it's the most interesting city i i think in, in in the u.s it's amazing and so i saw this band just like jamming everyone's dancing having a good time and then i see this cop rolling down the street on a horse i'm like oh fuck here comes the fun police yeah, literally cops are fucking awesome yeah well he he rolls in and the crowd parts for the horse cop and all of a sudden the horse starts doing this dance to the jazz i'm like <laughs> what the fuck what did <laughs> Did you take acid? No, no, the horse is <laughs> dancing. I got video of it. What I like about I, I, what I like about New Orleans is that there's few cities in this country where when you're you you could be dropped and not know where you are, and you'd be dropped in New Orleans, and by like walking around, you can realize that you're in New Orleans very quickly. Yeah, it's one of those cities that it's like. It is a, has a very specific culture, and there's not a there's a couple cities like that. Like you know when you're in New York, you know you when you're in Chicago, but like New Orleans is so specific, and yeah, there's so really few is. cities like that, and that's it like really what is. I kind of like about it. Yeah, I, I was expecting to be there be better barbecue in the city because the food's amazing in New Orleans, but barbecue kind of sucks. I like I, there's one barbecue place. Why bother? I know. Um, I got another regional food. Yeah, I you got th- those po' boys you could have instead. Fuck po' boys. I got another regional regional food. Um, it is called the gnocchi. It is a dumb word and a the dumb food. What the fuck is wrong with you? They're potato filled pasta. It gnocchi's oh. the best. Oh, yum. Yeah. I think I'll have one. And like, they're so fucking filling. They're so heavy. I eat one gnocchi and I'm like, well, this date's ruined. I'm going to hate for days. How do you fucking love cottage cheese so much and then hate the texture of gnocchi? I don't love cottage cheese. Yes, you do. You are me. You're half o- cottage cheese. It's an okay food. Gnocchi is the perfect example of what you're saying. If gnocchi isn't good, it's bad. Like, it has, if it's, like, good gnocchi is, like, 
wonderful. Look, I went to, so I've had gnocchi in the United States, and I'm <laughs> like, you know what, maybe. Like, I've had food made for <laughs> Mr. Gnocchi himself. Yeah, okay? that's what I'm getting at, Ron. So it's yeah. one of those foods, because again, yeah, it's like, it is. it's like, oh, you just haven't had a good version of it. So I went Risotto to Italy, is also and nothing like but good gnocchi. No, uh, yeah, I went to fucking Italy, all right? So all you fucking blowhards were like, oh, you haven't had good oh, gnocchi. Oh, yeah, because Italy can't make shitty gnocchi. Oh, well, I went to fucking Florence, and this place is like. I've been to America, and I had a terrible burger there. <laughs> It's on Hollywood and Cuenca. <laughs> was it Jack in the Box? <laughs> uh, yeah, I went to... Oh, you should have got the fries on it. Yeah, I needed animal style or fucking... <laughs> Is that Jack in the Box? No, I, that's, yeah. No, that's in now. No, whatever. So I was... Fucking... Can we get in the Five Guys fight again? Because oh, we're getting there. All we're right, getting there, Igor. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always fucking down for a Five Guys fight. Yeah. I will fucking kill you, fucking in and out, motherfuckers. Oh, let's bring it, let's bring it. Um, so, but the gnocchi thing, right? So I, everyone's like, oh, you having a good gnocchi? So I'm like, all right, I'm in Italy, I'm in Florence. This place is like has the best gnocchi in the city, like one of the three top three places. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm gonna get good gnocchi, it's gonna be in fucking Florence, one of the food capitals of Italy. So I sat down, I ordered this gnocchi. I had like two, three bites. I'm like, I still feel like this is plugging me up, and it's not as enough flavor. There's not enough flavor delivered per bite for, to justify that much fucking chew. Do you think it's a weakness of your your body and your digestive system that you can't <laughs> deal with it? You know what, Igor? Yeah. I don't like the way you said that. No. The answer is no. My, I can digest anything. I can poop out anything. Oh, this nunky's too chewy for my chum-chum. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Do you happen to have any cottage cheese? Uh, I'll tell you another shitty regional food. Uh, uh, Greek, uh, Kirk, uh, along with your uh, gyros from earlier. But uh, another another shitty regional food is the souvlaki. Uh, I went to wait, Greece. wait, wait. What's souvlaki? I, I've heard of that before, but I can't can't picture it. Yeah, it's uh, basically like a Greek sandwich or something. It comes in a pita bread. It's a bunch of meat, whatever. It's like a, it's a gyro. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that's how they describe it. They're, this cultural food that's been passed out for generations. It's just a bullshit sandwich. It's like some meat, some bread, the white sauce. It's basically yeah. like a kebab sandwich. And I I went to Greece and. I, I was like, I had a pub crawl in Greece. I met up with a bunch of fans. Like, uh, you know, I, I went, went drinking and whatever. Near the end of the night. Sure it was pronounced pub crawl and not like poop crawl. <laughs> we went on a poop crawl. Um, so I was, See is silent. Yeah. I was in Greece and I was with a bunch of locals. So I'm like, hey, they're like, are you, enjoy- are you enjoying your time? Did you have a good time here? I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, I had some bad gnocchi. <laughs> No, but they were like, uh, yeah, is there anything you want to try before you leave? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I I haven't had a good souvlaki here. Like, what's a, what's a good place you guys go to to get, like, the best souvlaki? And they said, oh, you've tried souvlaki? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, is there a good one? And they're like, no, you've tried souvlaki. <laughs> and so... And so I'm like, come on. I thought he was doing a bit. And he goes, no, no, really, it's not good. And then I'm like, well, there must be like a the, the best souvlaki in town. So they took me to this little local spot. And again, it's just like the Philly cheesesteak. It was the best souvlaki I've ever had and only slightly better than the worst. It was. It's just not a good food. You know what's amazing that comes from Greece? Baklava. I love baklava. That's true, but it's also a regional thing, Kirk. They, the Greeks can't get full full credit for uh, baklava. Okay, here comes the Armenian. Yeah, so it's a, there's a Arabic baklava, there's Persian uh, uh, baklava. There's Turkish there's, baklava. Yeah, there's like, Turkish baklava. That's, is there I mean, American baklava? Hey, man, yeah, soon there will be. Yeah. 
Yeah, Middle Easterners know. make it. It's a Mediterranean. It's like a, I don't I don't know what the origin country is, but and every country has a little, little spin love on baklava, it. Though. I mean, and it's and what I like about it is it takes so much fucking work. Yeah, you don't have to eat a lot to be real happy. And it's just like there's so many. It's so much goddamn work to make it, and I appreciate oh, a dessert that like takes that amount of time and effort. It is, yeah. It's it's really good. Um, I one of the best things I did try in Greece though was uh, baklava gelato which was mm. probably one of the top desserts I've ever tried in my life. And I've only had it that one time, but I remember it. It was so fucking good. And also this dessert in Greece called Galacto Burrito. And that's the real name of it. And I don't know why, but it's fucking bonkers. It's this, um, it's kind of, you know, like phyllo dough and all that shit. Anyway. I love this fucking debate because my favorite thing doing comedy is like going to cities and finding out what the food is Always. there. Yeah. yeah, It's my absolute favorite thing. And it's never anything that's good for you. It's never a fucking salad. In Cleveland, no. it's grilled cheese. You ever yeah. been to that grilled cheese place? Uh huh. Wait, in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. It's or it's like, like you a gotta gra- go there. It's like a gravy shot in a baking cup, or it's just some bullshit. And you're just like, yeah, sure, we'll have this. But it's my absolute favorite thing about traveling is just finding out the weird ass food that they're excited for. Yeah, and I, I will always eat it. No matter what. Pittsburgh has nothing. It's just Permanti Brothers, which is just sandwiches with fries on it. First time I ever went to Pittsburgh, I had my roommate, freshman year in college, was from Pittsburgh. He was always talking about this. I got to Pittsburgh around three in the morning. It's open 24 hours. First thing I did, I went there, got there. This is disgusting. And I thought maybe it's because it's 3 a.m. So I had it again. Yeah. Same thing. Fucking disgusting. What is it? Just a sandwich with fries? Sandwich with fries on it. And they're like flavorless. Yeah, potatoes that are just on a and just, I, and I believe they're shoestring fries too, which is the, the worst type of fry. A shoestring fry, don't fucking. Is bother. it the curly fry or the what's the shoestring one? Shoestrings are like fries, but but thinner. Oh, you get yeah, like those, those little pe- like yeah. bone pecker fries yeah. that like you, they're like slivers. You can get them under your skin. They're awful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, God. guys, you know Maddox, it's amazing the cross that you've had to carry throughout <laughs> life. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. It's just I really appreciate you acknowledging I, that because I do. I suffer a lot. With just this the food. amount of suffering that you've had yeah, to experience quite a lot with your chewing gnocchi and your shoestring fries getting underneath your skin. <laughs> My God, man. <laughs> Thank you for everything you do. You're welcome, Ron. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging my my uh, my suffering. Um, uh, you know, we could we could go on. There's so many different regional foods that are just garbage. Um, but oh, you know what? And here's a California local regional garbage food. You can s- skip the fuck over California Pizza ch- Kitchen. No, no. You know what, Kirk? <laughs> but yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the local one is the California burrito, and yeah, it's too mu- uh, it's too much burrito. Yeah, it's just a burrito with French fries in it. Again, it's one of those things you're gonna see a trend here. It's like let's take a regular food and throw fries on it. I'm like go fuck yourself. I don't. I can do that myself. I don't need to add fries. And same thing with all these fucking the trends in fast food. Like KFC's having like the hot cheese chicken sandwich now. They're like putting hot uh, excuse me hot Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos on their sandwich. I'm Nashville like, I can do hot that. chicken is the most perfectly rated. Of all the regional cuisines, Nashville Correct. hot chicken is so good. Yes, it, and it really is, is worth. It really is. waiting in line for. Now we kind of shit on uh, Floyd or what was the uh, the uh, sandwich place earlier? Five Guys. No, Fat 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 Sal's. Fat Sal's. So they did just announce a Nashville hot chicken sandwich with. Uh, I'm I sure believe... it's going to be t- totally f- okay. Yeah, it's it's got all the same normal like bar junk food on it, but some spicy stuff, and it does sound pretty fucking good. Uh, there's a Nashville hot chicken place that in downtown that's open late that I'm excited to try because I do like spicy fried chicken, and I love to try all the places that offer fried chicken in and around Los Angeles. It's kind of like my little 
thing I do on the on the every couple of weekends. And there's a bunch of places that I, I mean, it is a. I agree with you. It is a, such a delight to have. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I, I do like a, a spicy fried chicken. Like Gus is is delicious. Anyway, guys, we should round this, uh, r- wrap up this debate. We've got a lot of choices here. We started out with Igor's the Philly cheesesteak sandwich. We went to Kirk with Chinese food. The entire culture. <laughs> wow. There's like thousands of dishes you just wrote off, except for except Panda for Garden. except for Pan Express. <laughs> Whatever. So Did Chinese I, food, but not including Panda Express. Yeah, okay. except for except for Panda, the real Chinese, right? Correct? Is that? Yeah, okay. the real Chinese food. <laughs> okay. I assume, that's probably why so many people starved under Mao Zedong. It's not because of communism; it's because their food sucked. Okay, well, that's you know what, Kirk. If that we could, we'll uh, we'll quote you on that. And then, <laughs> and then Ron, Ron, uh, your pick was the juicy Lucy. juicy Lucy. All right, and mine. Oh man, I had so many. Um, I had gnocchi. You know, I'm gonna go with fry sauce. Fuck fry sauce. That shit is stupid. Real quick, when I was in New Orleans, I once saw someone throw a bottle at a cop. And steal a bike by lifting it off the tree that it was attached to. Wow! Within two blocks of each other, it was yeah, incredible. New Orleans is bonkers. The cop was arresting a John. Wow! For soliciting, which is a like, why is that still a thing in New Orleans? Yeah, mm-hmm. of all places. And it's like, someone threw a bottle at him as he was taking the guy away. That's amazing. Yeah, um, New Orleans is basically like a a lawless land of sinning. And good food. It's such a good time. I also in New Orleans. Best. My my crazy New Orleans story is I went there on like a five day trip or something like that. The last day, I, and you know, I partied hard every night. It was uh, my sinning trip. Everything I did there was a sin. Um, and, <laughs> you know, too much drinking, too much food, too many strip clubs. And then the final night, I was just like partied out. I just wanted to go to an absinthe bar and chill out. So I walk into the. <laughs> So you do to decompress. I was like, I just need some absinthe. So I was in this uh, absinthe bar, and the lady's like, you know, doing the whole sugar candle thing, whatever. Pours me my absinthe, and she goes, "Look out! There's a horse next to you." And I'm like, "What?" I turn to my left, and there's a fucking horse in the bar. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's a cop on top of the horse. The fucking and the bar's door is giant. So the, like the cop riding this horse in, and I'm like. I'm like baffled. I'm like, there's a billion jokes that start this way. I'm yeah. trying to, I'm like racking my mind for one fucking horse joke. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, why the long face? Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. Like, literally, a horse next to me. And the bartender, like, I guess it's a common thing. The horse comes into the bar. And so she reaches in a big pile of maraschino cherries and feeds it to the horse. <laughs> and the horse is like, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> so, fucking yeah. Fucking half baked. Yeah. Like, so police horse yeah it was insane and so this horse like gets out of there and that was like one of the most surreal experiences and had i not you know had i not seen the bartender acknowledge that i would have been like wow am i really that fucked up but uh yeah new orleans is amazing anyway guys this is, that's the uh, we should wrap up this debate madcastmedia.com again the choices were philly cheesesteak sandwiches chinese food the entire the entire cuisine yes. uh juicy lucy and my choice is fry sauce from fuck ass utah uh don't don't forget to vote at madcastmedia.com we will have the results of this debate the final debate next week saturday july 6th that is the episode that we're gonna we're gonna uh you know have a we're gonna have some special stuff it'll it'll be fun but madcastmedia.com and the voicemail number if you guys want to leave a voicemail for the last time because we'll be playing voicemails on the bonus episodes which we're still gonna do a bunch of but madcastmedia.com click on the best debate click on any episode and the voicemail number is at the bottom of the website but we should get a wrap-up of last week's debate guys last week we debated is universal basic income 
a good idea. That was a... I thought of it, it was like communist nonsense or something like that. Oh, yeah. So Pink-haired communists. Is, yeah. It's universal basic income for pinko commie dipshits was, yes. the, uh, was the actual debate. Uh, so the choices were, uh, yes, I'm a pinko commie dipshit, or no, I'm okay with technology making my job obsolete. And with 67% of the vote... Yes, I'm a pinko commie dipshit. Hey, holy shit, man. I was... I was expecting with this audience that we would have more people who are okay with their jobs being obsolete due to technology. Turns out you have a bunch of parasites in your audience. <laughs> They're all in yang, yang gang. Oh, yeah. The Yang gang going strong. In, uh, it seems like media. A, I could see that. that <clears throat> yeah. seems Andrew like a Yang goes on all the internet you. shows. You can probably get him on this show. We could, yeah, we could get, <clears throat> well, if we can book him by next week, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll hit him up. Um, and uh, the second part of the debate was, can farts be completely sniffed out so there's no trace of it? Because I met a security guard at VidCon. I made it that far at, at in E3. the podcast. Oh, you did hear that. I okay. did hear that. Yeah. So at E3, there was a security guard who was having a debate with his buddy who was talking about whether or not uh, you could, when he was a kid, he believed you could just sniff up an entire fart. Um, and, so, and so I asked, yes or no was the option. And with... 75% of the vote. No, of course not. That's stupid. But that doesn't mean you should stop trying. It just means it hasn't been done yet. Oh, man. You Ron? Know, yeah. What are you saying, Igor? Put that on your nose hairs stuff. exist to like filter things, right? Yeah, so but they, they if don't... If you had a big enough nose, you could probably do it. So what you're saying is anybody could do it. No. Maddox no. could... <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, I was both of you. I know what you're getting at. And I do have a big nose, but I can't snip up all my farts. I've tried. Imagine the double dare nose. <laughs> the double do dare it. nose would be hilarious. That could do it. Um, speaking of uh, Babcock tips, Ron, I tell you often that I have tried, I think at this point, I've tried almost every single one of your tips, all but like one. I, all except the teak bath mat. Oh, two. Then two, because I was thinking the deodorant one and the teak bath mat. But mm-hmm. uh, fi- the one I made funny the most was the vacuuming up uh, fruit flies and bugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went on board with that one. Yeah, I called Ron. I called Ron uh, like a couple weeks ago because I had some guests coming over and I had a, a fruit fly outbreak. And I was like very quickly trying to get rid of these fruit flies. So I, I, I looked around. You know, I was like in a panic. Apple cider vinegar. Yeah. And it also it, like stinks up your, your kitchen. So I looked around. I got, I got a vacuum cleaner. I quickly like z- zipped up a bunch of fruit flies. Didn't get enough of them. It was very inefficient, but it was a lot of fun. That's just, that's the fucking owner, man. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> it well, is a real life video game. You got to get never- never had vacuuming fruit flies until you've had it. There was something there. <laughs> uh, it, it was a lot of fun. surprisingly satisfying, Igor. It, it really was, because I'm like, man, fuck these guys. Anyway, Ron, we should get to your... Speaking of Babcock tips, we should get to... Listen, I've been wanting to give this Babcock tip forever, and I never have, because I know people are just going to like basically roll their eyes. Yeah. But I am a huge fan of making your own deodorant. Now, I tried to do this last week, but it didn't work out. So... I know that you don't aren't going to like this, so I figured the only way to prove this is to actually give Maddox a jar of homemade deodorant that I made. You can use it this week, and then on the final podcast, we'll find out whether or not this is bullshit. That looks now, like a jar of cum. It does, <laughs> and there's only a little bit of that in there. Uh, it is. I swear to God, I've been making my own deodorant forever, and I don't know if this is just because I'm getting older or what, but I sweat less. And growing up, I sweated all the fucking time. So if there's anyone in this world who can be a good test subject for homemade deodorant, it's the sweatiest person I know, 
which is Maddox. Hey, thank you so much. So there you go, buddy. It is a mixture. Let me tell you the ingredients if you guys want to make it at home. Is it the remains of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? It kind of uh, looks like that. It look okay. So I'm setting this behind my laptop for those of you watching on YouTube because um, and I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, because this thing, first of all, looks like a hand grenade, and second, yeah. Ron on his Instagram story just last week posted. Oh yeah, he went into his office. First of all, the first batch of deodorant Ron made from like last week. I was right? gonna give it to you last week. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, what was wrong with that batch? Uh, I dropped it and it exploded <laughs> in my back. So there's all these shards of glass in this deodorant. He's and gonna I was give me. almost gonna give it to you, but I was like, <laughs> ah, I probably shouldn't. And then Ron, in the same week, I he, uh, he posts on his Instagram story. This is the fucking craziest shit that's ever happened to me. I left a glass by my computer desk at work. And when I came in in the morning, the glass had exploded. Like on its fucking own. Somebody heard it the night before. They didn't know what it was until the next morning they came in. And I, and I, like, you looked at the way it projected. It literally just exploded. There, we have had so many fucking theories about it. I know I had a fork and a knife in the glass. Because I, I usually do my um, dishes in the morning because I just at work, you're just trying to get out of there. So some people think that it was a small earthquake that happened and that the vibrations of the fork and the knife uh, vibrated and then it made the glass explode. Other people uh, sent me stories about tempered glass made in China, how there's sometimes an imperfection during the manufacturing process and that glass can spontaneously explode out of nowhere. And other people just said a ghost. Um, okay, so we from most plausible to least, let's start with the ghost. least, which is ghosts. Yeah. Uh, but you know what's interesting? So resonant frequencies are a thing. I would look up if you're if you're um, curious, Ron. What is the resonant frequency of glass? And then find a sound frequency, listen to that, and see if any time throughout the day you hear that frequency playing anywhere. We yeah, we also thought it could be an an EMF attack from Russia, but just pointed at my desk. <laughs> you glass on it. Now, there I was think it had, in it. Well, there was the fork and a knife was in it. So knife. I think that had the metal like I just put it in the thing just to wash in the morning. Yeah. So I think that something happened where there was a shaking and a vibe, but it exploded. It exploded all over my fucking desk. I was cleaning up glass shards all morning. Do you think it's possible like the cleaning crew maybe like no. Because the way it wasn't like it was knocked over, it looked like it just exploded from standing up. It was like a concentric circle that came out from it. Very so bizarre. It was weird. Anyway, but if you want to make your own deodorant, this is what you do. It's really easy. It's three ingredients. You're going to do six tablespoons of coconut oil. You're going to do four tablespoons, aka uh, one fourth cup of baking soda, and another four tablespoons, aka one fourth cup of organic cornstarch or arrowroot. You just mix the baking soda and arrowroot together, and then you mash in the coconut oil with a fork until well mixed. And that's All it. All right. Well, there it is. Um, if this fucking glass... Make sure to like me. melt the coconut oil first. By the way, uh, Maddox, that's the only thing you got to watch out for. Uh, if it gets really fucking hot, uh, like the coconut oil melts, uh, so it's, like, it, it's kind of unusable, and you have to put it in your fridge for a couple minutes. But other than that, man, it's <laughs> fucking easy peasy. Okay, right. And what am I supposed to... like? This He gave me basically a hand grenade jar... Of deodorant, like what do I do? Just like just dip your finger in it, put it on your fucking wherever you sweat, which is everywhere. <laughs> okay, Ron, I don't like your uh, the English you threw Dude, on. Dude, you're sweating from your eyes right now. Well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the uh, the gifted deodorant. Uh, a very uh, dubious gift. Uh, <laughs> we when it's like when you give somebody gum and they didn't ask. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> hey, here's some uh, here's some car freshener for you. Why are you giving me this? Hey, gift? Yeah, there's more where that came from, by the way. <laughs> 
You, uh, I love you it. Got, I'm going to try this one. You got your try DIY deodorant hookup. My only question is, and here's here's my only uh, uh, concern about this, my legitimate only concern. It is white. So is this going to come off on my clothes? No. Uh, I, I haven't had that experience yet because it really just dissolves right into your skin. Okay. And honestly, the real reason I do it is just because, like, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a fucking frugal-ass motherfucker. I love saving money. And I was like, I can make this shit for nothing. But also, um, just the amount of, like, cancer-causing carcinogens yeah. and aluminum and shit and, yeah. like, Rite Aid and whatever kind of bullshit deodorant they have. I like it's like yeah that one stick isn't gonna give you cancer but like repeated use microdoses all over your life like yeah I'm not dealing with that I'm shit. A, I'm gonna try this, Ron. Not on a date night, but I will try this. Uh, so give it a give it a couple days. Right. You know, I'll, I'll I will. I'm, I'm sure it won't. You know, it'll keep you dry while you you know at your computer. Hey, speaking of no, uh, <laughs> speaking of Babcock tips, uh, we got a voicemail. Let's get to the voicemail again, guys. The number is at madcastmedia.com. If you want to leave a voicemail, we're gonna play a bunch of them next week. Uh, now's your now's your chance and uh, possibly final chance, except for the bonus episodes, which we're still going to encourage you guys to leave voicemails. We'll play them on those. I listen to every single voicemail too, by the way. So anyway, Ron, speaking of Babcock tips and deodorant, uh, we got a voicemail about that. Listen to this. All right, hey guys. So this call is um, to Mr. Roncock. In regards to his homemade shit deodorant, um, Ron, you probably smell bad. Just let you know. I am highly skeptical that your homemade deodorant works. Maddox, you need to try it out. All right. We need to know this. Yeah. Listen, I have asked my girlfriend. I'm like, you can tell me to stop doing this. I will go out and buy the normal deodorant. Just tell me if I smell. And she's like, honestly, you're... You actually don't sweat as much as you used to. Amazing. So I swear to God, it's worked for me. I don't know if that means it's going to work for you because I know working for me is like, it's like a different level. You know, it's like like kind of like a, a community, like, you know, if like sweating is like basketball, like I'm playing in a community league and Maddox, you're like kind of in like the NBA, <laughs> the NBA. You're like one of the greatest players ever. The all-star team of the Olympics. Yeah. You're like, yeah. you're like the, you know, the dream team, basically. Yeah, the dream team. Yeah. So I don't know if I can, you know, I don't know if it's going to work for you, but it definitely works for me. All right. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to try it for sure. Um, We got another voicemail from a call. Okay. So a couple episodes ago, we talked about our fans entitled. And we got a caller from Germany who was uh, saying that they are, I guess. Uh, but we got a caller call out about sports fans because the German was saying that sports fans are the most entitled. Listen to this. You know, the German guy last episode complaining about sports fans. Oh, boo-hoo. They're celebrating their team winning. You know what? You're a nerd. You don't understand because you always got picked last in every school competition. And you're just salty about it. But actually, though, um, destroying shit is not cool, but having fun is. Keep up the good work, Maddox. Hey, thank you, and... Caller call-out. There it is. We got a caller call-out. Uh, yeah, man. Germany, you got called out hard, and you only have one chance That's as a rebuttal. sick drop. Yeah, thanks, man. That's... Made it Made it myself. <laughs> I make I make most of the drops on this myself, except for um, except for which one is it? Uh, I don't even know if I still have it on here. No, I don't think I do. It's a Rucka wrap up. Um, well, we got this. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't Good have one. Yeah, that was Jesse P.S. who made that. Uh, Ethan Herber in the chat room for two dollars. Thank you for the super chat, Ethan Herber, uh, super fan. And we got another voicemail about uh, you know speaking of uh, the most entitled fans, gun nuts. Listen to this. You fucking morons, left out gun nuts. <laughs> I, 
that they are the most annoying group of people next to vegans, and they are very similar to vegans. If somebody's a gun nut, they will find a way to, to shoehorn their hobby into whatever fucking conversation they're having. It's <laughs> obnoxious, and I, I don't give a fuck. A gun only has one purpose, otherwise it's fucking useless. Uh, I am leaving this message while I'm driving down the highway in my pickup truck, which I have customized in many different ways. I have louder mufflers on it. I don't know if you can hear it. I have a lift kit and bigger tires. Ah. All to make up for the fact that I have a tiny, useless penis. <laughs> the rest of this message is for Rod or Rob, Dad, Bud. I don't know what's your fucking name anyhow. Your tip's stuck. I tried the tongue scraper, and I swear to God, it's made my breath worse. It's just hey. moving that shit around, you dumb motherfucker. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, fuck whales, fuck Nazis, and, uh, uh, fuck bitches, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, fuck bitches to you too. He is way too drunk to be driving. <laughs> <laughs> way too drunk. Uh, that guy's called in before. I I believe he's I like from Minnesota. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Um, all right, we got another voicemail uh, about the Last of Us, the game which I shit on pretty consistently. But we got some uh, Last of Us apologists. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox, it's been a while since I called in, but the Last of Us is still a dope ass video game, and the Last of Us Two is going to come out soon, and that shit looks lit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I used the word lit the other day, and I got so much shit from my entire friend circle. They're like, "Oh, what was lit? the context you used the word lit in?" Uh, I was talking about like a, a party I went to, and I and was you like, were like, "That party was totally pretty lit. fucking lit. Yeah. It was a lit party." Yeah, I mean, I fucking agree with this. I definitely say lit af as a joke. Uh huh. But, but when does it stop being a joke and just start being party? I would never there? say it earnestly. They should make a game called The oh. First of Us, like those Bible games on Nintendo, where uh, <laughs> instead of The Last of Us, The yeah. First of Us is just like with Moses. A- with Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah, Adam and Eve. That's funny. Um, Chris Reagan, a long time ago, uh, was like made this observation. He used the word fam ironically, and he'd be like, oh, what's up, fam? But like after a certain point, it's not ironic. You're just using the word. And he he, re- he realized that too. And the same with me. Like Tim Heidecker um, has this amazing parody um it's parody uh what's it called uh, uh honky tonk so he made this parody honky tonk album where every single song is about drinking piss and it is so fucking funny he has a song called yellow gold yellow river boys it's the yellow river boys is the name of the band i highly recommend checking it out and uh <laughs> every single song's like an authentic he really pays like you know, pays respect to the medium. He makes real honky tonk songs about piss drinking, and it's like slurp, slurp, running down my chin. No, no, no. But it sounds so good, and unless you're really paying attention to the lyrics, it slides right under the radar. So his, he, I think he like goes around the country touring and going to honky tonk places and trying to get his band up there to sing the Yellow River Boys. Um, but I, I started listening to this album over and over again because it was so fucking funny. And then I realized that one, one day I was like, I'm just listening to Honky Tonk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a fine line for sure, Igor. That's a good point. Uh, we got another voicemail. Okay, so Igor, here it is. I saved the best for last. We talked about five guys, and we got a guy who called in shitting on us because, Ron, I believe that was – and, Kirk, were you on the episode, the the fast food one? I don't think so. We talked about oh, – we got We got a real – we got it was real lit. Yeah, the first <laughs> fuck you. 
<laughs> Man, I want to dab so hard right now. Uh, <laughs> we'll just talk about being lit. Uh, we talked about the worst fast food chains, and I believe unanimously we all just shit on Five Guys. Well, this guy called in to defend it, and I think, Igor, you'll agree with him. Listen to this. Hey, Matt. It's Eric. I, I'm also the one that sent you the Five Guys and Popeyes are the best and worst of fast food during the uh, <laughs> podcast. Oh, fuck him. The, the thing about I'm you hating on Five Guys is your your one argument is the peanut shell thing. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of peanuts myself, personally. I'm, you know, I'll agree with you on that. They're not that good. But, you know, you were talking about walking on peanut shells. Well, it's because your dirty-ass, hippie-ass Los Angeles city, is, they don't know the concept of a fucking trash can. See, whereas out here in my hometown in the creation, the creator city of Five Guys, Washington, D.C., we throw our we throw, we throw our trash away in the trash can because we're fucking civilized adults. So when I walk into a Five Guys, there's nothing on the floor mm. at all. Maybe a couple bits of trash or whatever, but nothing, mm. you know, nothing to put it against a whole fucking brand about. Jesus, dude. <clears throat> and uh, during that episode, I was watching it live, obviously, because of the Super Chat. And um, just because of that statement you made, I'd order Five Guys just to spite you. And I had the time of my life eating them Five Guys, bro. <laughs> five Guys is there for you when you need it. If, if I want something good, I get Five Guys. If I want some sh- something shitty, I go to fucking Wendy's and get a bullshit spicy-ass chicken sandwich. Which this is guy a lobbyist? Because it's not as good as a spicy chicken sandwich or Chick-fil-A. There, I said it. Uh, See you. Oh, Five Guys. And we had a lot more arguments. I mean, the penis shells, because we were walking on trash. Yeah. But also the um, ridiculous idea that they're giving us like a garbage bag full of fries yeah. and us acting like it's supposed to be the fucking the second coming of jesus christ all right well, it's funny you mentioned that igor um or yeah ron yeah, go defend your eight I, I say, igor. Yeah. i'm also from the home of five guys alexander virginia is mm-hmm. the home of five guys not great, watching great city, dc yeah even though i tell people i'm from dc all the time because if you tell someone you're from virginia it's a whole thing alexander virginia the home of five guys and also yep. the alt-right but go on yeah <laughs> Dude, every time I get in a fight with some fucking Richard Spencer or some shit yeah. on fucking Twitter, it's Alexander Virginia. I'm like, what the fuck are these people doing? Yeah. And I just walk around there when I'm visiting my parents. I'm just like looking for one of these motherfuckers. They're, um, they have their fucking bill. I saw it. I walked by before Richard Spencer got evicted, but it was the National Policy Institute, I believe. And that yeah. is, it's right in Alexander Virginia. And it's like the nicest area. It's such a nice little t- quaint. Everything's like mom and pops. They, they make quilts and chocolates. I grew and up. all the alt-right. Yeah, next the five to, guys there is called the five white guys. <laughs> I grew up across the street from Fred Upton, who is a terrible representative from Michigan. Um, very terrible right wing dude, and um, Fred Barnes is on the McLaughlin Group, who started the um, Weekly Standard, which is oh, now okay. defunct. Uh, not important. What is important is Five Guys is fucking delicious. The problem with Five Guys is that it's now too expensive. When I was a kid, not a kid, when I was, you know, in high school, when Five Guys owned, there was only three in the world. It was like five twenty-five for a double bacon cheeseburger. Okay. And when it came to New York, I told fucking everybody about it. I was like, you got it, Five Guys. We can find the blog on my website. Go to drivenbyboredom.com and look up Five Guys. I wrote a whole fucking article about how you should go to Five Guys now that it's in New York. And I went there and it was like seven twenty-five for a fucking burger. I was like, you could just go to a restaurant and order a burger yeah like why i mean five guys is good because it was a fast food burger for fast food prices similar prices and it was fucking amazing yeah but i don't know how you don't respect the peanuts thing peanuts can kill people yeah that's true 
and they're just like, fuck you. <laughs> Have these free peanuts. Oh, wow. Why would anyone do that? Like, it's the same with airplanes. Why would they do that? They kill children and people are just like you know what it is i never really thought of it like that that it is like if you have a peanut allergy like you Mm -hmm. just don't you see a five guys that is like that must be like a fucking death chamber to you yeah you're rolling the the, uh the dice for sure well um this guy i so we were talking about how five guys just has like trash everywhere like peanut shells and shit and this guy's like uh not my home state of dc so i went to google and i searched on google images just peanut shells five guys and there's so many images but they're all from different five guys around the country and i was like you know what i bet i wonder if there's any in dc so i went to dc's yelp page in Washington, D.C., and I looked up five guys, all the regional five guys, and I think I found the original five guys in D.C. It's gone now. And, so you oh, not. is it? Okay, yeah. then I found one of the. I, there was like three Actually, the guys. original one was in a food court in a mall. I believe that. But I never went to that one. I, I absolutely the, the believe that. real one. Yeah. And so it's gone now, huh? That's unfortunate. Um, So we, we looked up five guys, and I have here a review from the Yelp page of a five, two different five guys in D.C., so two different D.C. five guys. This one says, uh, Ron, remember you were, you were complaining about the number of fries they give you at five guys? Yeah. This is too many fries. They give you less than they used to. Oh. Yeah, well, thank God. <laughs> they said here, free refills on the drinks, and right next to the door... On the way out, on both sides are these big boxes of peanuts you can grab and eat. Why? I have no idea what it has to do with burgers, but whatever. (laughs) As far as finding this place, it was a bit difficult, but here's there's so many Five Guys in D.C. Oh, and did I mention the fries? There were three of us, and one small would have been enough for all of us. Seriously. (laughs) They gave me this brown sack, and it's stuffed with fries. We ended up tossing a lot of potatoes, because seriously, who can eat that many spuds? Last thing, I think bacon just comes on the burgers, because we didn't ask for it. And there it was. Weird. <laughs> For those who care, the bathroom was clean. <laughs> and then here's another. If, another... Gave, if that wasn't a five-star review, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it wasn't. It was three-star. Uh, what a fucking animal. And here is a one-star review of he the He should five be guys. euthanized. <laughs> oh, damn. Here's another review from uh, the Capitol, uh, Capitol Heights, Maryland, uh, Larry G. This is free from the five guys in Washington, D.C. at 808 H Street. Uh, Northwest. So he's it's a one-star review. He says, I really don't get how people just rave and rave about this place. I heard so much about Five Guys, so I thought I'd go in and check it out since there was one near my work. I get there and immediately am put off by the peanut shells disposed on the floor. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that, that we were in Spain. <laughs> he goes, of course it was done with napkins. Anyways, I get the typical burger and fries. The burger was just greasy. Okay, I know that all burgers are greasy, but this was just dripping grease. It was like you had to be oh so careful careful, or else your shirt is forever ruined by a grease stain. Their fries is one of those boardwalk Personal fries. responsibility. Yeah, oh, now all about <laughs> personal responsibility. In other words, you just might get a fabulous order of fries. You just might get a soggy undercooked fries. Well, mine just happened to be not, not quite done, so I immediately lost interest in the fries. Uh, nah, I'd rather walk an extra block down the street to Fuddruckers. Okay, well, that guy lost, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> lost the whole argument there, but that was a one-star review from D.C. Fuddruckers, also great. Well, I, like, uh, <laughs> 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 All right, and to that caller. Goosebag of the week. Goosebag of the week for defending five guys and making me go to the Yelp page of the D.C. five guys. Anyway, guys, uh, that's it. We should wrap this up. Igor, where can people find you? Uh, at Driven by Boredom on anything. Just Driven by Boredom. Uh, driven by Boredom on 
Whatever. Twitter, your website, Instagram. Instagram, all there. And and uh, guys, it's really worth a follow. Igor is an amazing photographer, and he's been uh, a longtime friend. And we, uh, you know, I'm 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 proud of seeing your trajectory, man. Really proud of uh, what you where you've uh, where you've come from. Like it was just like, you know. What, like 15, 20 years ago or something like that? No, probably about oh, 15 years. Oh, he's got a blue check mark on Twitter. That's right. That's what we were talking oh. about. That's right. I just celebrated my uh, 18th anniversary hey, of my website. Hey, congratulations, so man. It's yeah. pretty close to that, probably. Yeah, I'm at 21. So we started right around the same time. And Kirk, where can people find you? Kirk Wilcox on Twitter. Kirk Wilcox on YouTube. Kirkomania on Twitch. That's right. And please follow Kirk because, Kirk, you just got Mario Maker 2. Yes. It's a delightful game. And Kirk is a fun streamer to watch because he does his due diligence. He plays through the levels. He doesn't just fuck around and, you know, complain about how hard these levels are. Kirk actually tries to finish these levels, and they're so much fun because sometimes you see the folly coming, like, screens away. It's like, oh, he should have saved that turtle shell because you're going to need it later. And he didn't, and they're so much it fun It actually happened today on Mario Maker 2. Oh, did it? Yeah, there's too much fun. And Kirk posts those uh, those uh, highlights on his Instagram. And Ron, where can people find you? I find me uh, at HeyRon on Instagram and Ron Babcock on Twitter, or just my website, HeyRon.com, and I got an album that you can listen to for free on Spotify right now called This Guy. This guy is super funny, and also stay tuned for the stuff that we're, that Ron is working yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of people talking about uh, the Babcock tips. Don't worry, they're not going away. They're still going to be coming at you. That's right. I'm super proud, and uh, you know it's one of the reasons that uh, you know we'll be talking about uh, the the final episode of the show next week. You don't want to miss it, guys. Tune in. It'll be it's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We're gonna have a uh, a volley of guests and uh, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff going on next week. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there and. Uh, you can follow me at Maddox Rules. Check out MadcastMedia.com. But until next time, I'm Maddox. Thank you to my rear admiral, Tangents Ron Babcock. Thank you, Maddox. Thank you to the deputy moderator, Kirk Wilcox. Happy birthday to me. Thank you. Happy birthday, Kirk. Is your birthday? Yeah. yeah. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> I've done nothing to celebrate. But most of all, you're welcome. Hey, man, it's been a while before I uh, ah, fucked this one up. <laughs> Oh, man, I love those fuck-ups. Keep those coming, guys. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.